Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. It was almost 11 at night. In the living room of the Lane farmhouse, the fire left he had built before dinner had died to a heap of glowing embers. The lights were turned low. But in the kitchen, there was a low murmur. Aunt Mary and her son sat at the table, their coffee long since finished, their faces grave and intent. For Mary Lane had just explained to her son what she'd learned from David Bowman and from Dr. Larrabee concerning Kit Calvert's mental illness. Now, Randy understood how important he might be to Kit's recovery. But Randy had only looked speechlessly at his mother as she said, Remember, I'm not telling you what you should do, son. The decision rests with you. But, Randy, could you find it in your heart to forgive the mistakes Kit has made in the past in order to help her now? Well... I don't know, Mom. Why not, son? Well, even supposing I understand why Kit's done the mean, vicious things she's done, that doesn't make it easier for me to forgive her. Even, Randy, if you realize that, in a sense, Kit herself has been a victim, too. You mean a, a, a victim of her environment? Well, in a way, she has been. Yeah, sure, Mom, but that's true of everybody in one way or another. Nobody gets all the breaks in life. Certainly not. And, Mom, no matter what her reasons were, she gave Peggy a very bad time. Yes, Randy, she did. And now Kit's suffering, suffering just as much, maybe a lot more than our Peggy did. Well, if she is, Mom, there's a sort of justice in it. Randy, do you honestly believe justice is a matter of revenge? An eye for a knife, a tooth for a tooth? Well, no, I don't like to think so, but... I... I think I know what you're going through, son. When our personal loyalties and affections come into conflict with the ideals we set up for ourselves to live by, it isn't easy to choose between them. Well, Mom, the Calvert family has never brought us anything but headaches. So I just as soon have as little to do with them as possible. Perhaps it would help if you were to talk to Dr. Larrabee. I don't know about that. After all, she's his patient. Well, the doctor's concerned about Kit, yes. And he's very anxious to bring about her recovery. But I'm sure you'd find him reasonable and fair. Yeah. Well, I suppose it wouldn't hurt to talk to her. No, I'm sure it wouldn't. You see, the doctor could explain the whole situation to you much better than I've been able to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right at that. Just talking to him doesn't mean I'm necessarily involved. Not unless you choose to be, Randy. Okay, Mom. I guess I'll go over and see the guy first thing tomorrow morning. And early the next morning, Martin Larrabee was sitting at his desk in the Huntsville Sanitarium when his secretary, Barbara, entered. The psychiatrist had a case folder before him, a folder which bore the label Kit Calvert. He'd been studying it thoughtfully. 
But now, as Barbara announced that there was a Mr. Lane to see him, Dr. Larrabee quickly opened a desk drawer, slipped the folder into it, and went to the door. He looked at Randy eagerly, with his friendly, rather boyish smile, as the latter was ushered in. Mr. Lane, how are you? Hello, Doctor. Come in and sit down, won't you? Thank you. Smoke? Thanks, not now. You know, I've been looking forward to this visit, Mr. Lane. You have? Yes, yes after the fine talk I had with your mother. Oh. Uh, look here, Dr. Larby. My mother didn't tell you I was definitely coming, did she? Oh, no, no, Mr. Lane. But uh, somehow I rather thought you would. Oh. I see. Uh, your mother's been very helpful. Oh, Mom's a great girl, but uh, let me warn you, Doc, that doesn't necessarily mean that her son's a great guy. <laughs> it may be against all the rules, but I do go in for snap judgments. On that basis, I'm inclined to think this is a case of like mother, like son, Mr. Lane. Hey, look, I'm sort of out of the habit of being mistered. In the Marines, I was lucky if they called me, hey, you. So how about calling me Randy? <laughs> Randy sounds fine, but I don't like formality either except when I needed my work. After all, Doctor, I've known about you since high school, you know. Football is one of my favorite sports. <laughs> Your mother told me. Yeah. You know, I'd be very dishonest if I didn't admit I'm flattered that anybody remembered me after I left Huntsville for medical school. Oh, gosh, your name was famous even when I went to Huntsville High. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm wasting your time. Perhaps I should tell you why I came over. Well, I believe I know, Randy. And I'm very glad you did. Miss Calvert's case, as I told your mother, is rather an unusual one. I'm anxious to get that young woman back on her feet. I have an idea we may be able to, with your help. I wouldn't be too sure, Doctor. I understand you're being skeptical, Randy. Sometimes the methods we psychiatrists use do strike the layman as peculiar. Well, that's not what I mean. It's my own reaction to Miss Calvert's case that I was thinking about. Oh? See, Dr. Larrabee, the Calvert clan, the Lanes, haven't been any too friendly. Yes, I understood something of the sort from your mother. In fact, I'd say the Calverts and the Lanes were something like those Hatfields and the McCoys, what you might call strained relations. <laughs> I know there's been some unpleasant. <laughs> That's a pretty mild word. That's all the more reason why I admire you and your mother for being willing to overlook it, to forget your personal differences in order to help Miss Calvert's recovery. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm afraid you're a little ahead of me. Well, how so? This may be a disappointment to you, Doc, but the fact is I'm not sure I can forget what you call my personal differences with the Calverts. And apparently I misunderstood your reasons for coming to see me. Not entirely. My mother explained the setup as best she could. Frankly, we didn't see eye to eye in regard to rallying around. In other words, I mean, I, I haven't made up my mind. You came over to get a little more information, is that it? Yeah. Doc, I know you must think I'm a heel. As I told Mom, you're bound to be thinking of it from Kit's angle. But unfortunately, I have a pretty good memory. I can't forget some of the stunts that gal pulled on my cousin out of plain, ordinary selfishness and cruelty. Yeah, Randy... Sometimes the very natural reasons why people behave cruelly, without consideration for others. In Miss Calvert's case, I'm certain that's it. Possibly. Doc, I honestly feel sorry for Kit. But so far as my trying to work with you, well, in the first place, I question how much good it would do. Can't swear to it, of course, but 
I believe you might be of great help. Just because she knew me when she was nine or so and built up this picture about me? I'd be very foolish to make any blanket statement. Might be that the experiment, confronting Miss Calvert with you as a grown man, might be a total failure. But I do believe it's worth the attempt. But look here, wouldn't it be better if I were really fond of Kit? After all, when we were kids, I was. And that must be what she remembers. Well, yes. Sure. Only she's forgotten the rest. But I know about her since she's grown up. What she did to my cousin, Peggy Douglas. Yes, that's true. In Miss Calvert's mind, you exist as a young boy who shielded her from the other children. Symbol of friendship. As a matter of fact, the only friend she ever had. But after that, she remembers nothing more about you. At least, not consciously. She deliberately forgot, you see. Losing your friendship was such a hurt that her conscious mind wanted to forget. Well, then, wouldn't discovering who I am now and all the rest of it be quite a shock to her? I don't know, of course, but it might be that the reaction to this information might start her back to a normal mental health. I say I'm not sure. Huh. It's pretty complicated at that. Yes, it is, Randy. It's a gamble. But it's one which I believe might be well worthwhile. That is, if you're willing to cooperate, to see Miss Calvert even just once as an experiment. And your mother is quite anxious to see that Miss Calvert gets every opportunity for recovery. Okay, Doc. Between Mom and you, well, you've managed to convince me I ought to string along with you. So, you name the date and I'll give it a try. Inwardly, Martin Larrabee congratulated not himself, but Mary Lane. For the doctor was sure it had been mention of Randy's mother and her interest in Kit's recovery, which had finally broken down Randy's resistance. Now all that remained was to make the attempt and hope it would work out. <laughs> 